Yosef, you'll just cut and paste YouTube. Good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing there? Yisrael, Shalom Aleichem. We're here live from Chicago. A uh, very special guest, David Brand, is from South Bend, Indiana. Oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. This is what happens. Gary. <laughs> he muted me, unmuted me. One more time for the third time. We are live from Chicago. Good morning, Eretz Yisrael. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so you probably already heard for the third time that David Brandis showed up all the way from South Bend. Took him three hours to get here. And he's going to, two, two. He's going to be back home about three in the morning, he says. Three in the morning. So tremendous for coming out. He came with his child, Moshe, who's starting Gemara next week. Real quickly, um, today's cheer is being sponsored by Menachem Seawald. David Ben Malka, Lerifor Shlema, there's one. Another sponsor, Andrew Fuchs, Lilu Nishmas, his grandmother, Rezel Bas Yitzchok, Halevi on a yard site. May she be a Melitzis Yosher for all of us and all of Klal Yisrael. Amen. Yesterday's sponsors, which I didn't print out, were the Clifton Yid, who's Avi Gerwitz. We're going to put this up in memory of. Yoni Cohn from Chicago, Big Belt's Dhaka, Balchesa, the stories. A guy shows up in Edison, he, he started at Salah. Two shoals, he, he started a Bika Chaylam, he bought the house across the street from the hospital. All these things, Ellie Dykeman knows about all this, great. Uh, just, and and this, this guy that's staying by me, Avi Kamler, he came at Shiva and he told the family that, you know, he started two shoals. And Bikachaylam and the family had no idea. All these things, Besaitzer, never wanted his name on anything. Unbelievable. All right. Real quickly, uh, a few emails. We're stickle late. And we have a nice daf ahead of us. I ask that people should uh, check in. So thank you for checking in. Dear Rebelli, just checking in to say hi from your hometown, Ramat Bechemesh. I couldn't imagine life without Daf Yomi, especially yours. Baruch Hashem, I've been learning for a long time. Went to a religious school, spent three years after high school in Teres Yisrael, and continued learning ever since. Made Aliyah four years ago, and until January 2020, I wasn't able to find the Gemara Shir that fit my schedule and style that I was looking for. I got inspired from the Sima Shas and decided to take the Dafan. I didn't find Yeshir straight away, maybe two weeks into Brachas. I found it. That's, uh, that's what happened to uh, Benjamin Schwartz as well. All right, maybe two weeks into Brachas. I found it, of course, I'm still with you and hooked. Just cannot wait to come back to the center. Nothing beats the live shear. Safe travels back home. Warren Carlos. Warren. This is from David Address. I just want to thank you for the best Chalamay trip ever. Coming out 12, 15 a.m. in the morning to do the Daf Live with you and the Chabur was hands down the best Chalamay trip ever. I don't know if there's a picture. We've got to get a picture. Ellie, you got a picture of, of, uh, of David Address with his yellow. He came with the whole gear, the whole COVID gear. It's not a shtick. The Baal Machaber Hanigan, it's all about the Yaimi. One last one here from Mordechai Zapaznik. I want to thank Raveli Shlita for the chart of the three cases of Shmuel, of Asur and Veima Arvin, Dav Samach Vav. I don't know, it was a Shtikl Shvach, it was last minute. He's talking about this chart right over here. But I guess it gave him some Clarkite. I love all the charts and the pictures because I myself am very into Photoshop. I put out a weekly Vartoira for kids and Photoshop pictures on it. I'm attaching the Vartoira so you can see it and show it to the Oilam. 
I hope to be able to hear many more shirim from Ravelli in many more years to come. Your Talmud, Mordechai Zapaznik from Flatbush, New York. Here's his, here's what he does. All the stuff, Yishkoyach. We could use his help, actually. All right. So today is Dav Samach Zayin. And we're holding, actually, in the top of Dav Samach Zayin. And we're holding three lines down. So we're discussing this case right over here, where there's two chatzeres next to each other. There's an inner and an outer chatzer. They place the Eruv, this red dot over here, in the inner chatzer. Everybody's mishtatif with the Eruv, besides one guy from the inner, ch- the inner chatzer that wasn't mishtatif. Here's the picture. Shalom Aleichem. I missed you, man. You know, I just found out Josh Rosen listened to this year. My, you know, uh, a bunch of people, but where's Bensi Friedman, Lewis Cohen, where are all these guys? They should come out, show a little support, but I understand, it's 11.15 in the morning. All right. Well, we missed you. We saw you on Zoom, but you're here already. You're already up. You're already doing this year. You might as well come. On the sukkah, but Tyra live for sukkah, cigar, I hear. I hear. The cigar part is probably what tipped it over. All right. I, I know, Avi. It's Lash Trust me. He understood. I understood. There's no reason to. <laughs> Avi Kamiansky for you. Okay. Very good. So one of these guys, one of these dudes in the in the inner chatzah. Oh, here we got a picture of, of, of David Address. Here, if you look at Ellie Dykeman's screen, you'll see David Address in the yellow suit. Send it to us. Put it on the put it on the Oh, the Simcha, the Simcha Sachayim Velidayim. That's him, I know. By the way, when, the first time I met him, I'm going to say this again and again. I met him the first time, it's as if I knew the guy for 30 years. As if he, I, I grew up with him. I don't, this Zoom thing is not a joke, I'm serious. You see the same people, the same faces, same smiles, you hear the voice. I saw him, okay, I knew. Oh, what, I, we never met before? No, we never met. You saw Goldstein, all these guys, every single one, unbelievable. Anyway, fine, let's, let's get to the sugya. So, the guy, the guy forgot the Erev over here. So what do we have yesterday? We had that what would help us if he is mevatel's rishos? What could he do? Who is he mevatel's rishos to? He's mevatel's rishos. He has one or two things. Mevatel's rishos to his own friends, to his own guys that are in this chaser. Doesn't help anything because what about these guys on the outside? Or he can mevatel's rishos to the guys on the outside, but he can't because you cannot be mevatel from one chaser to another chaser. Says the Gemara, ask the Gemara, four lines down, if one of the guys in the inside didn't do the Eruv, what is the problem? Let him at least do a bittel to the guys inside, to his friends. And what do we say? So how does it help the guys on the outside? Look, he made an Eruv, they're all in this together, the inner Chatzar and the outer Chatzar, they're one. So as long as he has an Eruv and he's mevatel to his friends inside, it should work. Why? So we continue on. Keman, so what are you asking me? You're asking me Kiribi Elezer. This will explain his question. You're only basing your question on one sheet called Rebbe Elezer that says that you're not mechoyev to be do bitl on each and every person in all the chatzeres? 
Still a general beetle. Kikamina, but I'm talking about the Rabbanon. So that explains why it doesn't work. <coughs> you can, to do bittel just for yourself and your buddies in your chater is not enough because you didn't do a bittel for the outer guys. His question was, maybe you don't need it. Maybe it's enough to do one bittel and that works. He says, no, that works, yes, according to Rebbe Liazer. It doesn't work according to Rabbanon, and that is the problem. So what's the bottom line? Like we had yesterday, we're going to see a little bit more of it on, in the ayins. Bottom line is, <coughs> how do you do? How could you do bittel? Do bittel when you have a chatzor within a chatzor. Chatzor within a And we said, very interesting, since the inner chatzor could slam the door shut, they use the air for themselves, and they have to come on to the bittel of the other chatzor, according to Rebbe Kiva. Great. Zog de Gemara. Rav Chizdev Rav Sheshes, this is Agadita, Erevin style. You know, like a story. Ahu Gavra, and then it goes right into Erevin. So but we got a little bit of a, a little bit of Agadita, enjoy it while it lasts, it's about three words. Rav Chizdev Rav Sheshes. You have the famous Rav Chizda and the famous Rav Sheshes. Kipagi Bahada Hadadi, when they would bump into each other, Rav Chizda, Martin Svosei, Mimas Niyosid Rav Sheshes. Rav Chizda's lips would start trembling from all the brises that Rav Sheshis knew, and basically when he met Rav Chizda, he would try to figure out what these brises mean. So he would, he would say, Rav Chizda, how do you explain the contradiction between this brise and this brise? Rav Chizda wasn't holding in the amount of knowledge that Rav Sheshis had, he would start trembling. On the flip side, Rav Chizda was the lamdan. He knew how to learn, he was very deep. Rav Sheshis, Marta Kule Gufe, Rav Sheshis, not only his lips, his entire body would tremble. So, who's the halacha like? Rav Chizda was the lamdan. He was sharper than Rav Sheshis. Rav Sheshis knew more. So who, who's the halacha like? Rav Sheshis. Now we already learned that if you have somebody that knows a Sinai, Vaikaharim, the one that knows, that has more knowledge, we pass him like him. So, the Allah would be between the two. Here it is, right here. Erevin Daf Samach Zayin. But it gives us more background. Who's Rav Chizda? Who's Rav Sheshis? What were his strengths? His strengths, we know Rav Chizda, who is Rav's father in law. We, we build a picture. Now, it's Rav Chizda's turn to ask Rav Sheshis. This is where Rav Sheshis starts trembling his whole body. If you have two houses on two sides of Rishus Rabbim, there's Rishus Rabbim between them. Come to Goyim and create and build a Mechitza between them. Here's two little Goyim, just nicely. They just don't, I guess, the Yidim without Yamakos. Built the Mechitza right here. Here's Rishus Rabbim going right through. Build a mechitza. They're in the middle of building. This picture is showing you in progress. As a matter of fact, there's a toolbox here. If you look closely, toolbox, hammer. He's banging the nail, and he has a couple pieces of board. He's almost done. Okay? So now you have two houses and a chutzer in between. They created the chutzer when? On Shabbos. Mao. Now, obviously, Rashi points out immediately that if a mechitza was created on Shabbos or on the weekday, a b'shoigig, b'meizid, it's always a mechitza. We don't care. 
when that it was created on Shabbos. Mao means, can one be mevatel the reshus to the other? Can you relinquish your reshus, your property, and say, hey, you could have mine so that you could walk in the reshus around between us. Now going back to this machlokes that we had yesterday, you have two chatzeres side by side, and you have an opening between them. But the two chatzeres here, at least two people live here. Two people, total of four people, let's say. Can I relinquish my rishus to you? And we had the machlokes yesterday. Shmuel Rabbi Yechonon says yes. Shmuel says no. Says the Gemara, according to the man it says, you cannot do so. Why? Like we, here. You need oyster ma'arvim. You need to do, so, so this, what happened yesterday? Well, okay, let's, let's just see here. You need oysterin ma'arvim. You need two things. In order to do bitl, mevatlim, there's only one case we said. One case. That Shabbos starts out, that they're, they answer each other. Every time you have more than one person in a chatzar, you cannot use the chatzar unless you make an Erev. That's the whole point of Erev, that we're all in this together. And that you're able to do an Erev. Over here, you weren't able to do an Erev because it was a Rabbim. So, You need the two conditions. You need In a case where if they wanted to do an Erev before Shabbos, they could have. You, Shmuel, hold that you cannot do any bitl, even in a case. Here, here's the case. You have two Chatzers next to each other. Could they make an error before Shabbos? Absolutely. But they chose not to. They forgot. So, because I forgot to do the error, what's my next, my next option? Let me do bitl. Let me just give you my property. Now, there's a sole owner. Now we can carry. You cannot do so, says Shmuel. But I had a way out of it. Erev Shabbos, I could have made an error. So in our case, it's like a kavachaymer. In our case, in our case, if they wanted to make an Eruv in the middle of Rosh Hashanah, in the middle of Ocean Parkway, no way. What changed? That the guy in that decided to put up some sort of mechitzas in the middle of Ocean Parkway. Okay. But I didn't have that option of Shabbos. Like Kolchke and it shouldn't work. You don't have to do the two conditions. According to Rabbi Yochan, it says that I could do bitl in this case when there's a side-to-side chatzar. Maybe it's only in this case that you could do bittel. Why? Because I could have done a mayor of Shabbos. But, 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 so therefore, I have the option to do bittel. Since I could have done an Erev, I forgot, so I'm going to let you do bittel. But in this case, where they built a mechitza on Shabbos, I didn't have the option to make an Erev of Shabbos, so maybe I don't have the option to do bittel today. Bittel is just, if I forgot, I don't have a choice. I'm stuck. Great. But that's only because I could have done an Erev. Maybe. That's his kasha. 
But in Rushusa, Rabbi, you couldn't do an Erev beforehand, but to an Amaloy Matzim Evatel. So therefore, there's no, there's no option of Bittel. I don't know, Loishna. Maybe Rabbi says, they're not connected. I could do Bittel. Whenever you could do Bittel, do Bittel. Nothing to do with the fact that you could have done an Erev or you couldn't, you couldn't do an Erev. Omalei, so Rav Sheshis answers him, Ein Mevatlem. In other words, so Rav Chizda, the genius, the, the, the bigger London, so to speak, the, the more Kharif, Pilpul, he asks Rav Sheshis Kasha. Rav Sheshis typically trembles. Rav Sheshis answered him, Ein Mevatlem. Why? Because you need the two conditions. Meis Nochri B'Shabah, so yeah, he continues to ask him. So what happens if you have a guy in your chotzer? If he's in your chotzer, so we had a case yesterday, the guy showed up on Shabbos. Could you rent it on Shabbos? Now, over here the guy was there the entire time, he's there on Erev Shabbos from Friday, he lives there, and of course if you have a person that's not part of the Erev, it ruins the whole Erev. The whole point of the Erev is that everybody's in this together, one guy that forgets, or one guy ruins it. What happened is, Meis Nachri Shabbos, the guy died. Now there's no person there that's going to create a problem. He's not there. Even if a guy leaves town on vacation, he's not a problem. Certainly over here, he left Toilam Ames. He's not a problem. Let me see. Is this very hot? It's a good cup. It's a good cup. Couldn't tell. Feels cold. But it's hot. This Chicago for you. No, no slurpees, no nothing. They have uh, wine, wine. Andrew Glass is the, is the wine guy. Should have seen. He got me a Yelagman. Brilliance. It's delicious. Andrew Glass is delicious. Very good. But you know what? That's not nice because in Israel you can't get it. I don't think, and uh, <coughs> it's not available. Oh, it's a non-kosher winery. Okay, he's giving me the whole thing. It's a non-kosher winery, and it's special. You can't get it. Fine. So yesterday, what, was the, what do we have? Yesterday, the day before, I don't even remember anymore. Certainly, we had it yesterday, but we started the day before. The idea to rent from the guy on Shabbos. Yeah, we, had it, we started a few days. You rent from the guy, and once you rent from the guy, you have to do bittel on Shabbos. Everybody does bittel. Who does it work for? No one really, only that one guy that you're mevatel to, the guy that gains everybody's property, he's the guy that gains from the whole idea. Okay. He's the one making a kiddush, let's say, so he needs this more than anybody else. He's going to make a bris, whatever it is. So you're all mevatel to him, he could carry in and out. But you have to do two things. You have to do schiros, you have to rent it from the guy. Once you're done renting it from him, if he gives you the permission, then you have to do bittel. And we discuss schiro velikito, could you rent from his worker, da da da. You could rent it and you could afterwards do step number two, which is Then certainly there's no question that the guy disappeared is not a question. And if you could do two things, first, and then step number two, So over here you only need one thing. What do you need over here? You don't need schiros, you're not renting him from a dead man. What about his relatives? They're not here. They might exist, but they're not coming into the Mavoy. Even if he has somebody that inherits him, I, this is how I understood it. 
it doesn't matter. So what if it's owned now by Johnny? So he lives in California. He's not going to be. He's not going to ruin it this Shabbos. So what do we need? We need bittel. So of course, if Yochanan holds, you can do bittel. Because if you can do two things, you can do one. According to the man, it says you cannot rent from the guy. Now, in that case, because you couldn't can't rent from the guy. Maybe that you could do one, you could do bittel. Or maybe there's no difference. Omer lei, again, Rav Sheshis answers. Ani oimer mevatlin. Now, when was the, the guy was there from before Shabbos? So they could have rented from him. They had the option to. So memela, you mevatel. You could be mevatel. Now, Rav Amnuna holds that an uh, Erev wouldn't have helped, explains Rashi. Um, Very good. Since they didn't rent from the guy, they didn't rent from the guy, they could have, but they didn't. So, Mela, the Erev wouldn't have worked, didn't work. Bittel doesn't work in, in place of an Erev. Omar Avihuda, Omar Shmuel. It's very interesting, I just noticed this now also. Rav Yehuda says the name of Shmuel. We have this all through Shas. Rav Yehuda, one of Shmuel's famous Talmidim. Rav's Talmud, also Shmuel. Why am I saying this? Because we're going to see at the end, yesterday we had, I noticed all the way at the end, yesterday we had that Rav Yosef forgot his learning. And he said, I never heard this halacha. But he was saying over halacha from Shmuel. I mentioned it yesterday, like under my breath. Because Rav Yosef was a Talmud of Rav Yehuda, the Talmud of Shmuel. In other words, Rav Yosef wasn't just saying, oh, I never heard this halacha. So maybe there's a halacha he didn't hear. But he should have known this halacha, because it's his Rebbe's Rebbe. And here you have Rav Yehuda, the Talmud of Shmuel. This is very interesting to me. You have a mavoy. And you have one cheverman guy, call him a cheverman. One guy, in case they, they're listening to it, so they call him a cheverman. You have one guy that's ruining it for everybody. The Shabbos guy. He ruins it for everybody because he's not part of the Eruv. But he's a mavoy, he could go out like everybody could get out. But he has a secret passage, a, a small four by four tfachim. It's pretty small. I personally wouldn't want to go through that passageway. It's kind of small, narrow. But he has a, a way out. Uh, that's, how he, that's how he goes. Even if it's four by four, Pasuach Labika, it's open to a very wide open area. Even if he brings his camels and his wagons right through the Mavoy like the Jew, he doesn't ruin it for them. Because of that secret passageway, call it secret, is it? He has a way out. He doesn't need to use everybody else's opening. Why did he make that opening? Because he likes to sneak out through that opening. So I have two pictures. I like this picture a lot. Because a lot of action here. There's camels. And it's showing you the part of the camels. But it's not really showing you the hiding. His, so here. This is from the other. Here's the way he has out. You see? Right over here, I did it a little with red, so you could see, uh, right over here. 
It's not so geschmack. But the problem with this picture, this picture explains the sugi better, I think. There's no camels in this picture. And here's a tiny little opening to a bika. So you see the bika a lot. But I think that's the main part of the sugi, the bika. The problem is that his hole is so, the, the opening is so small, you don't even see it in the picture. You, see, you guys see it? Something right over here. I, I even highlighted it with a red marker, but okay. Anyway, so between the two, you get the idea. Here, even the, the camels come in and out from the main opening into the mavoi, the guy doesn't ruin the mavoi. Typically, he ruins it since he has a way out through the back. He has a back door, back entrance into the bika. He uses that. That's his favorite way to go in and out. Now, Rashi points out also, he has a lot of room. It's a bika. He could take care of his stuff. He brings his pickup truck with the wide wheels, with the wide loads. He likes it over there. That's where he likes it. He doesn't want to go through the mavo and push with all the people. Ibailu. Pasuach le karfaf mahu. Okay, so today we're going to discuss a lot about this karfaf. Here's a karfaf. A karfaf, we had it many times. It's a place that is enclosed with mechitzos. But it's not mukaf ladira. People don't live here. What do they do? They store wood, etzim avanim, beautiful picture from Kol Shon. a lot of wood, lumber, stones, whatever it is. And if you look very closely with the microscope, you could see that there's a tiny little opening between the chatzar and the karfaf. I'm going to explain a little more in a few lines what a, this karfaf, what a karfaf is compared to Shusayach, compared to the Karmelis. So, Pasuach le karfaf ma'u. Very interesting Lashem. Don't remember it really. I didn't do a search. But Rashi says, Ulpana means that he heard it from his Rebbe who heard it from his Rebbe. Ulpana. He heard it from his Rebbe who heard it from his Rebbe. We're turning to Daf. Samazayinum Beis. Sponsored by Mark Steinberg, who's not here tonight. Ay, 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 ay. A shidduch for Yitzchok Pesach Yehuda. Maybe, he's a, maybe there's something going on. Maybe there's a lachaim or something. Ooh. Yitzchok Pesach Yehuda ben Meir Yosef. And by anonymous, that's lochin Yiddishkeit and schos for his family to be tired of the Yiddin. Afilu pasuach lekarfav. So even though, so what's the, what's the idea if the guy has an opening, and it leads into a karfav, but it's walled. So what, he's going to have to climb over the wall, open the door. Yes, he likes to go into the karfav. He could do his business there. Nobody sees, nobody, he has his room. He likes it over there. Since he likes it over there, then he doesn't go through the mavoi and ruin it for the Yisraelim, the Yehudim, who live in the mavoi. Zogdi Gemara, Rabbi Rabbi Tarvayu, Nochri, that has a karfav, so we had this Beisosayim. So Saim is two saw. Basically, it's 50 by 100, like the Chatzar, like in the Beis Hamikdash, 50 by 100. So if it's small, it's only 50 by 100 Amo, 100 by 200 feet. For whatever reason, that's not large enough for him. So if it's not large enough for him, say Rabbi and Rav Yosef, then the guy is going to start using the regular mavoi. Using the regular mavoi, he asers it on Klai Yisrael, on the Israelim, on the Yehudim, on the Jews. If it's Yosem Saim, oh, that's already large enough for the guy. Then, then he starts going out through his little 
door in the back, and he doesn't go through the Mavoy, and it, it's not us, it's Kilu, the guy doesn't live there. All we have is a bunch of Jews, all the Jews made an Eruv, great. But when it comes to a Jew who forgot to make an Eruv in a Mavoy, then the reverse is true. The Yisrael Yoiser, if it's small, he won't use the Mavoy, he'll use the opening and go through the, the, the smaller place. Why? Because on Shabbos he doesn't have such packages that he needs such a large place. Now it becomes a Carmelis. Once it's more than two saw, it becomes what we call a Carmelis. MMA law, he wouldn't be able to carry there because it's a Carmelis. He'd have to use the Mavoy. And once you use the Mavoy, now you have a guy that's part of the Mavoy, and he wasn't Mishtatev in the Mavoy, he didn't, he didn't contribute to the Eruv. Mela, he has the ability to answer. So let's stop here for a second and discuss real quickly. We have a Rushus HaYochid. Rushus HaYochid is 10 Tfachim high, like this table, 10 Tfachim high, and 4 by 4 Tfachim wide. That's Rushus HaYochid. So if I carry something from Rishus HaYochid into Rishus HaRabim, I'm over Isidara Then you have what's called a Carmelis. Carmelis is a Rabbanon Halacha, and it's anything wide open that doesn't fit into the category of Rishus HaYochid, doesn't fit into the category of Rishus HaRabim. Like an ocean, like a desert, like a giant bika. It's not Rishus HaRabim. People don't go through there. You don't have 600,000 people according to Rashi, or whatever the, the criteria is for Rishus HaRabim. But it's neither Rishus HaYochid. So Rabbanan said, you know what, people might get confused. They'll say, oh, if you can walk through, if you can carry in a desert, so you might carry from the desert, you might carry from Rosh Rabbim to Rosh Hashanah So they said it's all Asr. The whole Carmel is Asr. Then we have something called a Karfaf. Karfaf is similar to a Carmelis, but it has walls around it. it has walls around it. Midoy Raisa, what is this? What's a Karfaf Midoy Raisa? Since it has walls, it should be Rosh Hashanah It's a Rosh Hashanah because it has walls around it, surrounded by walls. What's the Chacham said? But since it's not hook of Ladira, since you don't live there, you don't. It's not a residence. It's more for lumber. Let's be machmer on it. Say so you can't, you can't carry from one to the other. You can't carry in it. So let's see. So this is not anything new. This is basically the same exact question we had a second ago. What if the Backyard is open to Karfaf. Great. The same answer we had before. You asked the same question that we just asked. We just answered. If it's less than two saw, from two saw and down, then he's going to use it. Great. You have a karfaf. You have this giant enclosure. More than two saw. Afilu kur, even if it's 30 saw. Vafilu kurayim, or 60 saw. Huge. Hazoyreg letoichoy chayov. Comes Rabbi Yochan with the chiddush, or halacha. 
If you throw a ball, you see this guy throwing an object, a green ball, here's the green ball, I don't know if you can see. You guys see it over there? If you're standing in Rishos Harabim and throw something into the Karfaf, I don't care how large it is, as Rabbi Yechonon could be, more than two saw, it's as if you took something from Rishos Harabim and threw it into Rishos Yachid, Yichayv Midari Raiso. My time Mechitzahi. At the end of the day, it's because it has mechitzah surrounding it. El Hashem Chuser is the urine. Okay, so it's used for lumber. But because it doesn't have the urine, it's not a residential place. So Chachamim were machmer and they said it has halacha like a caramelist. But Medaraisa, forget Chachamim for a second, before Chachamim came along, it's a regular Rosh It has walls all around it, Rosh they said, let's be machmer and make it into a Carmelis. But at the end of the day, you can't take their chumrah and make it into a kula and say, you're not chayiv achatos. You're not chayiv misa. They warned you, they said, if you're going to throw it from Rav into that wall, into that enclosed area, you're going to be chayiv misa. He said, eh, Chacham said it's a, it's a karifaf. Poof, and he throws it in. You're chayiv misa. Masa Rav Huna Bar As Rav Huna, Kasha. What if you have a rock, a little island in the middle of the ocean, which is a Roshasayachid? Why? Because it's ten Tvachim tall, and it's four Tvachim wide. You can't go from Roshasayachid. What's a yam? Like we mentioned before, a yam is a caramelist. So you have a stone, ten Tvachim high, four Tvachim wide. And here's the ocean. So this is the Carmelis. This is Rosh Hashayachet. You're going from Rosh Hashayachet to Carmelis. Is that allowed? No. Chacham said it's Asr. So you now I go from one to the other. Pachis Mikan. What if it's shorter than ten Tfachim? Mittaltalin. So we have two parts of this Brisa. One, that it's taller and you cannot go from the Yam to it. And one that it's shorter, you could go from the Carmelis to the stone. Why? It's shorter than 10 Tvachim. And Mela, what is the stone? Another Carmelis. So I can go from Carmelis to Carmelis, no problem, all day long. So again, the ratio is taller than 10 Tvachim. I cannot carry from taller than 10 Tvachim to the Yam, to the Carmelis. I can't go from Shusayachid to Carmelis. But if it's shorter than 10 Tvachim, I'm going from a Carmelis to a Carmelis, that's okay. Then all of a sudden the Bryce says, Ad Kama, Ad Beso Asayim. So it could be talking about the ratio, that it's taller. At Kama Beisosayim, or the shorter At Kama Beisosayim. The Gemara explains. So here's the picture. If the stone is the size up till two, two saw, two saw, up to, if it's 50 by 100, this looks a lot larger, up to the size, so Saim, then what? Ahayo. Ilay Maseifa, that it's very short and it's considered a caramelist, but if it's 2,000 Amo, I cannot go from one to the other. Why not? If it's, it's a short little rock, two tfachim tall, protruding from the ocean, but it's five saw. Who cares? At the end of the day, the stone is a caramelist, the ocean is a caramelist, who cares what it is? So that can't be the pshat. And the Gemara actually stays with this. Even though we're going to have two, two, two other pshatim, but it's all within this. El alavarashim. This halacha of at kama at beis that it could only be up to two saw is going on the first part. 
We're talking about a stone that is ten You can't go from the stone to the ocean. Oh, this is a big cash on Rabbi Yochanan. Alma, Carmelisi, why, why is it if it's more than two saw, I could carry from the stone to the ocean? Because it's Carmelis and Carmelis. Now, just as a, so you understand a little bit better, this stone is 10 tfachim high. So does this stone have walls? Noam says yes. And he's right. This stone has walls. Why does it have walls? Because it has ten tefachim height. And when you have ten tefachim height, good asik mechitzta. Those are the walls. The walls are its height. Yeah, you don't have a mechitzta in the middle of the ocean. But the stone itself is its walls. As Rav Huna, then how does Rabbi Yechonin say that if you have a karfaf? Isn't this the same story? Why is this different than this? This, Rabbi Yechonin said, if I take a ball and I throw it into here, I'm chayev misa. It's a deraisa. This is a rushasayachid. This also has walls. Here's the walls. Here. This, these walls go up. We always said in the entire Erevin, if you have a mound of dirt, those are the walls. Here's a mound. Here's a cella. You have the walls. So if I throw, I shouldn't be able to carry from here to here. Why are you telling me this is considered a caramel? Is this considered a rushasayachid according to Rabbi Yechonin? Oh my Rava, Rava doesn't like this. That person who doesn't know how to answer up uh, contradictions and prices, he's going to ask me a question No way. Says Rava, beautiful pshat. We're saying, No, of course it's Roshosayachid. And of course you can't go from this guy into the ocean. You can't go from this. This is Rosh Hashayachid. So what does it mean, Abbas Hashayim? Abbas Hashayim, when do I have to stop carrying, period, if I'm stuck on this island? Avada, I can't go from the island to the ocean. This is Rosh Hashayachid to Carmelis. But not only that, if this stone, if this island is more than 2,000 Amor, 2,000, I'm sorry, Tusah, Sosayim, 100 by 50 Amor, I can't even carry there at all. I can't carry. I can't walk on Shabbos from here to there with, with something in my hand. Why? Because it's, it's, it's going to, you can't carry in something so large. It's like Rosh Hashanah. Um, okay, so Melo Rabbi Yochanan is right. Of course, it's Rosh Hashanah, and I can't go from there to there, and therefore, if I throw a ball in the Karfaf, you're Chayv Misa. Ravashi Omar, Loyal Omar Reisha, Ravashi says also, he agrees to Rava, we're talking about the Reisha, we're talking about a stone that's more than 10 Tvachamai. But he looks, at it, he looks at it differently. That, yes, same thing, Rabbi Yochanan, it's good, this is Rosh Hashanah. This is Rosh Hashanah. 
But we're not talking about like Rava carrying over here. We're actually continuing with the same theme. Could you carry from the Shusayach to, to the Carmelis? Oh, but you're not allowed to carry from the Shusayach to the Carmelis. You could. Sometimes you could. Why? Chachamim removed their Isser. Who invented the Isser of Carmelis? Chachamim. Chacham say in this case you could. Why? They're the ones that invented the Isser. They're the ones that are going to remove the Isser. They're the ones that said that a karfaf, that's more than two saw. Yeah, Rabbi Yechon's case of throwing the ball into the mechitzos. You have to treat it like Rosh Hashanah. You can only carry four hours. And they also said, they made a second answer. And you cannot go from a stone to the, to the ocean. You can't go from Rosh Hashanah to the Karmelis. They're the ones that invented the scissor. Based on saying the story that Tulubikule, and if it's less than two saw, I could carry in the t- entire island. As Rabbanan letatule, lemeim letoychayv lemetechleyam. Come Rabbanan and say you're not to go from the ocean to the stone and vice versa. My time, Rishusayochet Gmurahi is considered Rishusayochet, so that fits in beautifully with Rabbi Yechlan. But if it's more than two saw, listen to this, it's mamish, counterintuitive. If it's less than two saw, I'm stuck. But if it's more than two saw, it's also, now it's two saw, so I cannot carry my island at all. No, isn't this counterintuitive? I'm not going to carry here in anything, but I'm allowed to go from the island into the water. Why? They had to do so. They had to remove that iser. Because if, if you're not allowed to go from the island to the water, people are going to say, oh, that's a Rosh And what's step two? If they say it's a Rosh Oh, then you're allowed to carry it. But you're not allowed to carry it. But wait a minute. Why can't I carry on it? Because it's a Isidur so I'm trying to save that Issa the Rabbanon, again, if I allow you to carry, if I say you cannot carry from the island into the water, you might think it's a Rosh Hashayachid. Why can't I carry from the island to Rosh Hashayachid? Oh, because it's Rosh Hashayachid. Oh, if it's Rosh Hashayachid, you're going to come to carry on the island. But to carry on the island is only Issa the Rabbanon. And to go from the island to the water is also Issa the Rabbanon. So I allow an Isidur to go from the island to the water so that people won't do an Isidur to carry on the island. How does that make sense? Oh, that's the Gemara's question. What's the difference between the two Isidur? Why would I... Um, whatever the word is. Why would it be matter one Isidur not to do another Isidur when both of these Isidur are matter Again, just... So I, say, I see people are looking at me a little... Uh, what's going on here? Again, there's an Isidur to carry on the island. Isser the Rabbanon, because it's more than two saw. There's also Isser the Rabbanon to carry from the island into the water, because the island is the Rosh Hashayachet. The water is a Karmas, but Karmas is the Rabbanon. I'm going to allow you to carry from the island into the water, so that people don't get confused and think that the island is Rosh Hashayachet, and if they do get confused, what's going to happen? They might carry on the island. Huh, but it's only Isser the Rabbanon to carry on the island. So I'm going to Take away Isidur the Rabbanon to carry from the island to the water, in order so that you're not over and Isidur the Rabbanon carrying on the island. Why? 
To carry on the island is something that happens very common. And therefore what? What's the next step? You might come to carry in Rosh Hashanah. That's, that's very important to remember. You might come to carry in Rosh Hashanah. I don't want you to carry in Rosh Hashanah. It's very big. It's wide. People say, oh, it's like Rosh Hashanah. So maybe I'll allow something that barely ever happens. Let's stop here, Rabbi Isai. Once again, Yishkoyach David for traveling all the way out here. Yishkoyach to all the people in New York. A few people traveled. I don't know if that, I don't know if they got home at 3. Well, Eli Dykman used to get home every morning at 2, 2, 2.30. But Yishkoyach to all those people that traveled, came out. Yishkoyach to everybody here, actually. It's already after 12 a.m. And you guys are here. So Yishkoyach, thank you very much. Shira Malois. Have a wonderful day, Rabbi Isai. Stop. <laughs> <laughs>